What up, party people? This is DJ Mike Swing. Right now, keep it locked to the Feedback Podcast. What up, everybody? It's back for the Feedback Podcast. And in this episode, I sit down with DJ Orion, who's the founder of uh, Peligrosa, uh, the DJ collective here in Austin. And uh, these guys, there's 11 of them, they play all the Latin stuff, it's crazy. The Pelicosa Party are awesome. If you've never been, you gotta check it out. So we talk about how he got started, his Latin roots, uh, how he gets music, how he keeps the crowd going, his whole take on the strong request. And we talk about the Peligrosa parties and uh, how they go down and, and how they came up and everything. And uh, make sure you stay tuned for the end of the, sh- end of the show. Uh, I give recommendations for South by Southwest and also um, how to keep in touch with everybody uh, so, that, so that you can make the most of it. Uh, we're using the group meeting again this year, so all the links are on the, on the website. Uh, you'll be able to join and make the best out of this crazy festival that is South by Southwest. All right, let's go. And we're live. This is back with the Feedback Podcast, and I have the honor to sit down with DJ Orion, Gilleralissimo mm-hmm. of Peligrosa. How you doing, man? I'm very well, sir. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you got it. That. You got it. And I want to thank you also because you DJed our last party, last feedback party, and you fucking killed it. That was a lot of fun. Oh, man. So much fun. So much fun. There'll be another one, guys. Keep Don't worry. Everybody's asking you, what's the next feedback part? It's coming. It's coming. It'll be huge. Don't worry about it. I am. Anyway, uh, for those who don't know, tell us a little bit, like, um, how you started DJing. Uh, I think my first set of records came from my parents. They mm-hmm. were, I still have most of them, um, some opera a lot of classical music. Really? And salsa and some cumbias. Well, you, where were your parents from? My mother is Puerto Rican and my father is Colombiano. See, he had to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> my father's Colombian. He didn't say none of that. He was like, well, say it again. Uh, mi papá es de Colombia, <laughs> de Antioquia, y mi mamá de Salina. Nice, Puerto nice, Rico. nice. So that whole record collection, mm-hmm. and you just. You know, I, uh, you know, they had a record player there, and after about, you know, the fifth or sixth time I broke a needle on my dad's record player, um, you know, I was I, I was not allowed to touch it anymore. And then from there, I think my interest kind of veered towards playing guitar, mm-hmm. and and then I started playing in bands, and this was like high school. Played, had a purple flying V guitar, played um, like math rock with a bunch of people, and I ended up getting grounded from that. Um, so, you know, I requested and asked for a four track player, started making music. How old were you? This was like 14, 15. Okay. Um, and this is a couple years before I started DJing. Um, I'm just getting to, getting to ha- like, the interest yeah what well, well, what made it click in your head that I, you had to be behind decks it was like it, it, it was being grounded from the bands and having to make music myself i think is what kind of started the whole idea of like me producing on a four track by myself i got a little keyboard a little you know rolling 770 and that just wasn't enough and then um when i moved to austin in 99 
I met a guy who was coming to the the sandwich shop that I was working at. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody in town. I mean, except my cousins. The Colombian side of my family has been in Austin since the 70s. So there, I have cousins here who went to high school here and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I knew them and their friends, but I didn't have any of my... I mean, basically the guy who I met... Um, he would come in all the time. I could tell he did drugs and went to parties. So I was like, where are the raves at? Started going to raves. Mm-hmm. This dude still my best friend. Um, he introduced me to a good friend of his who happened to have two techniques and a massive dancehall reggae collection. Dancehall. Dancehall. <laughs> and that was kind of my first introduction into turntablism was playing Jubal's records off his shelf on his turntables in his house off Trey Deuce behind Starseeds back in the day. And, um, you know, I played on them so much. I would go over there and be like, Jubal, just hand me a stack of records. And I would try to make them match. I would beat match them and just work and work on it until I beat match two songs together. And then it it worked. Mm-hmm. And eventually I was like, I, I feel like I have the hang of this. We were doing like little house parties at his house. That's when our homegirl Molly was over at the Oasis at Nuasis. Yeah. And remember those, we would have little, like, set up the turntables in the driveway sometimes and, like, jam out, have the turntables going. I, I just ended up buying myself some turntables. And uh, that's basically how it started. I mean, I start. Uh, yeah, that's how I started. I mean, it started with my parents' collection. I mean, how far back can we go? It started when I was born. <laughs> I had mu- I was born with music in the living room. They were playing cumbia already. As an infant, I, was, I, was, I had direct drives. Yes. Yeah, so, so then, um, do you remember your first gig, like playing in front of a crowd, like in a club? In a, I didn't go down to the club till till a couple years after I started DJing. Mm-hmm. I was DJing. Like mostly Fortune 500 team building corporate events and like house parties, and, and you're playing dance all there. No, those oh, corporate man, parties were, were were like <laughs> you know I had to learn a lot about appreciating music I didn't like and learn how to play it well you know yeah and, and I think if there's anything I took away from that experience it was that it was definitely life draining you know there was. I remember playing a, w- a country wedding where, like, I only, I only wanted country. Uh-huh. So you had I, to do research and all that? I had that? to do all my research and get all the music I needed for that. And um, eventually I just became really bored with that, and I decided to not do any more of that stuff and try my luck downtown. Mm-hmm. And at that point I had a friend, Arnold, who um, also had turntables and we decided he was friends with the barn owners at uh, Creekside back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um, he asked him if we could play up there Wednesdays. We started playing Wednesdays. We'd take four turntables, a PA back there. And nobody, I mean, it, it, it was super slow getting started, especially for it being a Wednesday, me never DJing downtown. Yeah, Wednesday was a hard sell back then. Yeah. And, and we just kind of grew it. We played... We when when he and I tag team on four turntables, it was less like a DJ playing and more like a performance because we were, he would play sixteen bars of a track instrumental, I would play four bars from another song while throwing an acapella on, and he'd be mixing in a fourth song, and it was like this like four hours of mm-hmm. the night. Eventually, the night got so good that they moved us to Friday, and then. Um, Arnold stopped DJing with me, and 
I just kept maintained that. And it was like, I, I was at Creekside for three years. So what was it that made you, so back then, what were you playing? I, what I had, you know, well, I had, yeah, you I, <laughs> at that point I had collected um, a lot of hip hop records, uh, a lot of dance hall. Yeah. Uh, I, I was doing like some street team stuff for TVT records and they would send me promos all the time. Mm-hmm. I was playing my parents stuff and that was like 2005, right around the time Serato came out. So we both made the switch to Serato and then that it, it was just like game over from there. We had all our records plus all the CDs. You know, back then we were importing CDs. Yeah, or I remember that time. Napster, LimeWire, using whatever to get whatever song you wanted. You know, and um, I feel like I feel like in 2005 there was less songs to choose from. Like you can, I could get away with playing um, a lot, a lot of a lot of songs that probably couldn't get away with playing today yeah but so when was it i mean people know you today you and billy grossa which we'll talk about later you know for playing all the latin stuff mm-hmm. so when did that like focus happen i mean you're you're already in it growing yeah. up right i'm but in it growing up and i'm playing a lot of it this whole time oh, okay um the th- i think the 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 pinnacle at which i decided to m- dedicate a night to it was one night at Creekside where I was playing a bunch of reggaeton and a bunch of cumbia and then I'd stop and go into some other stuff and while I wasn't playing Latin stuff people were asking me if I was going to play more and oh. like I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want that Friday night to be a cumbia night or anything in particular it was very open format you know I, I was get, trying to get away with like playing a metal song in the middle of a dance set and mm-hmm. making it make sense. Um, and I, and I, st- I still do that to a certain extent and I enjoy it thoroughly. So I didn't, I, I didn't want to deviate from that on the, on that weekly kind of like I do at Volstead now, you know? Right. Right. Um, so I was like, you know, Trey and Hobo D were the, the guys that were coming up with me playing at Creekside that had the thick collection that could hang with the, the the amount of interest I had in cumbia and salsa, like Hobo D had in funk and cumbia and mm-hmm. breaks, and Manolo Black had in Brazilian music and samba and jazz tronica. Oh, nice. So it was a good combination. Of yeah, so it was like we, we kind of came together. It the, the idea wasn't to do like an all cumbia night or an all Latin night. It was like just take um, just take these different, lesser known sounds and put those together and the majority of them were latin um or came from latin speaking and, and people responded pretty quickly to that yeah very quickly i mean we moved around like the first peligrosa ever was at scoot in um on the inside on that cold december third friday um 2007 and then you know I don't remember who was running that place back then, but they were definitely not feeling all the Latin stuff for the lack of a better explanation. Mm -hmm. And so we moved it. um, I think we moved to DeVille after that. And then we were at DeVille for a really long time. We were at DeVille until the night the cops came and told us we couldn't play outside anymore. And I think we had Dave Nada that, that day. 
that time. And then we bounce around. We keep bouncing around a little bit yeah. here and there because we're still trying to find like. I mean, I love I love Empire right now. I'm feeling the Empire because it's outdoors. We can be loud and we don't have to worry about the cops because it's zoned for right, right. For it's still down, downtown, you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to the Billy Grosser stuff. Let's. Uh, well, first of all, your name, Orion. Yes, Orion. That is your real name. Mm-hmm. So it was fully simple. Yeah, well, I you mean, could have picked any of your twenty-seven names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, For those who don't know, this man yeah. has. Go ahead, go ahead. You can s- uh, they're 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 last names: Orion Rafael Garcia Padilla Palacios Angel Franco de Leon. <laughs> yeah, say so that backwards. Uh, that backwards. <laughs> <laughs> you could have picked any of those, but I mean, I don't. Th- it's dope, man. I, I like. I think growing up, like having such. Uh, an obscure name um my parents instilled in me and my sister that you know we we shouldn't go by nicknames like it uh-huh. was okay to for people to struggle to try to say our names because that's what we were named you know right right it's not easy for people to say Odion, you know and nowadays i'm I, i'm not as strict like back in the day I was like, no, it's Orion. You have to the R, and I'd work with people to try to get them to say it right. Really? You, know, you yeah. were really in all about that? You had to say the R like a D, you know, or... or Orion. I mean, I was on and off. Some some of my schoolings, like, I just kind of gave up. And when I got to the States in 93 or 94, because everybody was just like, Orion, Odeon, O-D-O... Um, <laughs> At this point, I don't care what people call me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would be I would be DJ back, and people would still fuck it up. <laughs> you could spell it. You could do like the phonetic alphabet, and people would still mess it up. Yeah, of so. course, of course, of course. So, um, how would you describe your style? Because I mean, I know, like you said, you started with dancehall, mm-hmm. and then you know you got into the Latin stuff, and you're at this point at this point in your in your game right now. I mean, yeah. you're like all over the place. And if you guys never been, never seen this guy play, it is really all over the place. It and the really thing is. is, it it mixes everything is mixed, mm-hmm. so you don't know where the the dance hall starts and the hip hop begins, and the, it's crazy. Sometimes, so how how would you? This is that's my take. So, yeah, yeah. but I want you to sometimes sometimes to a fault, you know. Um, I I like to play around a lot. I like to experiment a lot, and I'm I'm grateful that people stick around for some of my antics i mean i'll throw in some benny goodman at 130 and like mix in some trap on top of it um i'm I'm really just about trying to trying to tell the story of how i'm feeling that night so there is a method the to the whole thing you're not just throwing i'm not I'm, I'm not just slamming tracks like you said you know i'm definitely mixing stuff in together uh-huh um but but like you know I'll, I'll take a cumbia dancehall track and then be able from that I'll be able to tra- transition into some dancehall straight dancehall from there I'll be able to transition into some dancehall that's like bounce oriented and then from there I can take it to bounce and then from bounce I could take it to hyphy mm-hmm. from hyphy I could take it to crunk and then see people crunk. I don't even think people realize yeah. there's so many different genre ah, i can't say that with genres 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 there's so many genres involved <laughs> so many genres and you know like you said like i don't know i wouldn't know the difference between you know 
trap and right. hyphy. Pe- for people, it's usually okay. There's hip hop, there's R and B, those are obvious. Right. There's even dancehall. People didn't know what dancehall was. I mean, right. you were the first guy, like I said in the last podcast, you're the first guy that I met here mm-hmm. that knew what dancehall was. Hell yeah. You know, people think dancehall is what they do in country and they go right. to dancehall. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, there's actually there's a whole system of rhythms and all that. Um, so you're basically trying to educate people on all these different types. Um, yes and no. I I, I think my strong suit is playing in a certain way that like people will be forced to appreciate what's happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and with the understanding that if they don't like that, what I'm playing at that moment, they just have to wait two minutes and then I'm back. I'm on something else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had people ask, can you let that song play all the way through? Because I'm always, yeah, you do like, jump around. Yeah. I jump around a lot, you know? And, um, it, it it's fun for me. It keeps me engaged the whole time. Like I'm dancing the whole time. I'm a firm believer that through osmosis, like if you want to have a a fun party, I, I if I want to have a fun party, I have to be having a good time. Right. And people have to see that, you know. And you know, I've 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 even experimented with it where like I'll go into a Volstead and I'll just be very like somber and melancholy and just play you know the hits. That everybody and, knows, mm-hmm. and then you know that that'll that'll elicit a certain response. Um, <clears throat> but what elicits a, a better response, I've found, is whatever I'm playing. If I'm dancing and having a good time, uh-huh. people will follow suit, and it, it it's amazing how that works to a T. Like I feel like I could get away with playing almost any kind of set, and if I'm jumping around and having a good time and dancing to what I'm playing then people will join in. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. Another thing I another thing I've noticed is that um I don't know if you do it on purpose or not, uh but if you drive to say you play an a cappella of a song that people know. Mm-hmm. So people are already aware, they're already familiar with what you're playing. Mm-hmm. But then you totally just flip it, flip the script, and then you drop it on a kumia beat, mm-hmm. on a dancehall beat. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and people, and you see the look on people's faces, yeah. they're like, holy shit, this is a dope remix. <laughs> and whether you did it on the spot mm-hmm. or it was playing, like the mix, the, the yeah. remix was already done, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. But just looking... Looking at them and the, uh, looking at the expression on their faces, like, holy shit, it's something different, but it's recognizable. And they get a totally different kick out of it. Uh, I have, I like to do this thing where I'll take an acapella and let the acapella ride for most of the track. But in the interim, I'll, I'll rock like five, maybe six different instrumentals on that same acapella. And I'm oh, just cut, yeah. I'm cutting like the first verse is a hip hop, and then I'll stop it, pull, rewind it, drop a cumbia beat for the chorus, <laughs> rewind that at the end, and when the second verse drops, I'm throwing a dancehall beat on, and that's like it, when I do things like that, it's it's me kind of like testing the dance floor and seeing where the greater response is. Right, right. If right. I if I see people are like pick up more on the cumbia or more if they if it if it's just a beat and they don't feel it switch it to the next beat until i can tell they feel it uh-huh. and then if they if it's the dance i'll beat and they feel it then i pull the acapella up and drop some buju banton on the other side and, and you did it. that on <laughs> you did that <laughs> yeah. on saturday yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah and i was i was all over that that dance hall yeah so i mean 
you know, DJing four hours is very intense. I, I, I love it thoroughly, but you have to, like, if you want to keep it going, you have to work every second you're mm-hmm. on the decks to get it, keep it going, you know? It's so easy to just press play and let a song roll for three or four minutes, but by the by the second minute, you've already lost the interest, the energy, you that's know? That's true. That is true. So that's why I bounce around a lot. So how do you how do you get music? Like how do you consume music right right now? Do you download? Do you um, go crate, crate digging? I do. I, I still buy records. The records I buy are stuff I can't find on the internet, and usually jazz or blues. I've I've been getting into collecting Zydeco. I just got some like old 1948 Mississippi blues and some Clifton Chenier. And I picked up like a sealed Duke Ellington record, um, but those are more for like me and my my house and my collection for listening. I don't really take my records out that much. Um, for music I'm playing out, I mean, I am I I I'm subscribed to a lot of promo lists. I get a lot of promo. I could actually n- probably never like go l- looking for music because I get so much music that comes to my inbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have all to, types? I have to, all types. I mean, soca, um, dance hall, synth soul, uh, rap, electro, uh, future bass, trap. Damn. I mean, like, Add Latin me to stuff. that newsletter. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's it's several, it's several, it's like different record labels. Yeah, yeah, of course. Send out yeah. promos, you know. But don't you go back home also to get some? I went I went to Colombia 2 years ago and I picked up some records over there but nothing like nothing like I searched for here you know that those those again were like more collectibles I w- I would probably never play play them out a mm. couple of those records that I brought back from Colombia though I recorded converted them to MP3s and pulled them into Serato which okay. is what I need to really be doing with the rest of my record collection but that's mm-hmm. an arduous task that I do not want to sit through I, I download stuff. I'm trolling for SoundCloud. Um, I've made a little blog post a, a while ago on a little pro tip for DJs. Um, if you if you have a Google account, mm-hmm. they they have Google alerts, and you can go in and say site colon SoundCloud dot com, and then whatever kind of music you're looking for, put that afterwards, and that's your that's a full alert right there. So basically, what that means it's it's going in. The only thing that you're getting alerts for is anything that's new that's going to SoundCloud with that tag. Oh, okay. So it's site specific. So SoundCloud, I'm I have like footwork and juke and champeta and cumbia and salsa all coming in once a week, and I'm you know everything that's getting posted to SoundCloud, I'm aware of. Um, I'll go trolling through Bandcamp and go yeah, through the tags a good on, one too. on that. Um, a lot of like four shared stuff, a lot of media fire stuff, um, some Russian forums, um, blogs, you know, hacking the internet. That's <laughs> pretty much it, find. man. <laughs> and yeah, I, and that's the way to go. I, I, I do buy music still also. Uh-huh. I, I must say that. So, But you also produce. Like you mm-hmm. had a... Um, a couple, not more than that. They had some albums come out. I did a bunch. I've done a couple like EPs, one like kind of full length remix album. How you say that? Boom, 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 bachero, boom, bachero. Yeah, that was a made up thing that 
The, you made up that that word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> I want to know that story. It's like mumbaton and guarachero, but we decided to start it with a B. Just had a just. It, it was like me and Jaime one night came back to my house, the, the old shit pit, and uh, the old shit pit, the old shit pit, <laughs> and uh, we were like, because we were kind of kind of joking about how you know mumbaton is basically it. It's crossed the ocean twice. So the Dutch took the Caribbean sound, the dembao, and sped it up and made it into house music. And then uh, Dave brought it back from the Netherlands and slowed it back down and started infusing other aspects into it. So we were like, well, what if we take Mumbaton and we double it and then halftime it and then make it a third Make make it three four, and it was just kind of like it was this weird math equation where we can plug any Mumbaton song in, and it'll have that that kind of in distinct rhythm. Uh huh. And so Jaime and I made like, I mean, we must have flipped probably a hundred Mumbaton tracks and made those three long uh, mixes that are up on our SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, go. Ch- I'll have the link, but go check it out. Bombachero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> made a whole They're bunch like, of those edits. It's I mean, those catchy. are all like original Mumbaton songs. There's a couple like we tried to make a couple off the cuff, like straight from the start, scratch, you know. But mm-hmm. it just didn't have the same feel as just flipping a Mumbaton track, you know. I don't even know what that was. I mean, I, th- th- again, people yeah. just know salsa. Yeah, but there's so many denominations. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's I mean, crazy. Sad-sad- and you can actually tell the difference. Like salsa to a Colombian is completely different than salsa to a Puerto Rican. Right. I mean, and they will argue about it. Really? Yeah, they still do. <laughs> My <laughs> parents. I mean, you know, now now the salsa is so prevalent in the Caribbean coast of Colombia that 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 a lot of Colombians there are saying they invented the salsa. And if you ask a Puerto Rican or tell a Puerto Rican that, they will disagree greatly with that statement. So, it's funny to see. That I mean, I'm talking about my parents here mostly. That's fine. Um, my mom, my mom can pick out a Colombian salsa from a mile away. You know, have you ever DJ like a full on salsa, straight only salsa? Yeah, um, maybe once or twice. Probably not for more than like two or three hours. Yeah, never like a four hour night. I tried to do like a couple salsa nights, you know. Uh huh. And then I realized that. Those were more for the dancers. That is true. Those guys don't play. No, and they want they don't <laughs> want to hear. In my in my experience, they don't want to hear songs mixed together. They want to hear the whole damn song. Mm-hmm. They want the silence between that song and the next song, so they can rest or change partners or whatever. Right. And they want to hear another salsa song. I mean, yeah, that's it, it doesn't not, fit that, what it doesn't fit my yeah. my motif, you know. So, th- are you familiar with the? All the Latin stuff going on around town. I don't know much about it, um, honestly. I know a couple guys that teach. I, you know, I know the purveyors of most of the Latin stuff that goes on in town. I don't want to say I know everybody because I'm I'm sure I've I've missed something. Uh-huh. But I try to keep up on that. Try to keep myself educated and check stuff out and support people where I can. You know. Yeah. So what is um, as a DJ and as that the every DJ I've had on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your song request policy? <laughs> that that's all. Do you just have um, to laugh? <laughs> uh, 
it's because it's tough in your case. It, you know, if somebody requests something that makes sense, then I'll try to accommodate them. I I I, I used to get really really fucking pissed off. I mean, it's, it's just like it's like putting salt or pepper on the food from a really from a chef. You know, it's kind of insulting to the cook that you're <laughs> like doing anything to his food. It's like no, this is me playing. And you're kind of insulting me by asking for something that I'm not going to play. I mean, somebody on Saturday asked me to play the, um, the chicken dance, and they were, like, in a costume. Are or you something. serious? Or, no, the Cupid Shuffle. And it was, like, a couple dudes that came in in, like, costumes or whatever. And I, that dude, I said no. I was just like, no. I First of all, I don't have it, but if I had it, I wouldn't play it, I told him. And he was like, well, you know, if you have something like that. And he just walked off kind of. Oh, it was, it was you know? okay with it. Yeah, yeah, he was cool with it. You know, and I tell people if I have it, I, I'll try to play it. I'll try to work it in. You know, this isn't like, this isn't a, a jukebox. You just can't like press some numbers and put a dollar in and like get to hear the song when you want to hear it. Like, mm-hmm. I have to decide if it makes sense, you know. And there, there's times when somebody's like, you know, some requests are super sp- specific. And some requests are general. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to hear more uh, cumbia, you know, easy. I got you. you right. But the, the thing is, like I was telling um, uh, Miguel the other night, mm-hmm. um, your crowd are is, is first and foremost a bunch of music lovers. Sometimes. Sometimes? <laughs> From I mean, what I've seen. Generally, the people that stay late. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, but the like, ones that get out of there sweaty. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the 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 people that are there when I get there, that leave like, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good <laughs> point. Good point. Good point. Now, because I've I've noticed, uh, you know, like you don't play on the west side. You're for the most part you're in in this, what I I would call eclectic. Kind of crowd, a little mm-hmm. bit of everybody, mm-hmm. you know, no matter where you're from, no matter what color you are, no matter how much money you got, you mm-hmm. know, people just have to, out to have a good time. Yeah. And so you would think that the majority of those people, you know, go by music, especially when it comes to someone like you, when they hear you within the first five minutes, mm-hmm. they already heard like maybe 20 different sounds. Yeah. And then it's not something that they're used to. And but just because they're within that environment, they're like, hey, this mm-hmm. is. This is cool music. I'm open to hearing different, you know, different things, something different than what I'm used to. So, you know, I'll stick around. Mm-hmm. But you still get those. But that's what, like, yeah, ten percent of the people that just like come and take off. You think? Um, I, I guess depends on what night we're talking about. But um, yeah, I'd say like it's not yeah, a majority. Is it's, what not, I'm it's not the majority. No, right, right. I, you know, I, I, even though like I'm looking at my laptop. And looking, scrolling through Serato a lot of time, I'm paying attention to what people are doing in the spot, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out who's there, who's vibing on stuff, and, you know, while paying attention to what it is I want to be playing and what new stuff I want people to hear and, like, what kind of ideas I've been thinking about in my head. You're pinpointing people and say, I want to keep this girl dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah, it's a good way to. I mean, I, it, it was, you can look at me too. If I stop, you're yeah. fucking up. <laughs> I know. I, don't think I don't know that shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I I walked to get a drink um, on Saturday to the bar, and I was, and it was literally like there was only like twenty, maybe twenty five people inside Volston. It yeah. was early. It was like ten forty five, eleven, but it was only girls. 
And I was like, man, these girls are going to get bored if some dudes don't get in here. So, like, I went back and started playing a little, like, some heavier stuff, try to get bring some dudes. And, but, like, I'm noticing this group of girls over here that's dancing to all the Latin stuff. So I'm, like, pr- trying to bring that back in. And that, like, develops the night for me. You know, when I, when people start dancing, mm-hmm. I, I, I can start, like, you know, creating a all, – all the different groups of people are basically, like, my palettes of ink. Right. And, and I'm painting the night away by, like, figuring out what group of people like what. Ladies and gentlemen, we just heard the quote of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to paint the night away. <laughs> trying to paint the night. I'm sure there's a very no, that's fine. That's a great. That's, song that's a that. that's a good one. I like that. I'm trying to paint the night. I have all these palettes of people. <laughs> Damn. I mean, and sometimes, fuck, I just go to the club and play my shit because I, I play what I want to hear, you know. And I'm like, well, I got all this new shit. Yeah. You know, ain't came out yet. But do you? Um, uh, Shit, I forgot my, what I was going to ask. Do I always drink tequila? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Strictly. yes. No, I mean, no, no. I was going to ask, um, but have you ever played a night and you were just off? Yeah. I mean, so I, I want to hear that story. <laughs> Why? It's so terrible. No, I, the, I mean, you know, okay. sometimes I just I'm, I just don't get it, you know? I don't get what people want to hear. I don't understand what the fuck it is I'm doing or why I'm playing the songs that I've decided to play, you know? I definitely make sure it's not mechanical, you know? But sometimes, like, if I get in a mechanical mode, it'll just, like, I'll lose an hour, you know, and that's an hour that I wasn't paying attention to developing the night. So, like, when 12 o'clock comes around and I've been dicking around from 11 to 12, like, I don't know what the shit I'm going to do. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the, I haven't been paying attention to these people. I'm falling off, you know. Because uh, you were too focused it, it, on it, what you wanted? Exactly. Well, well, I think not focused enough on what anybody wanted. Okay. You know, um, I really try to avoid that, but sometimes it fucking happens, you know. I have bad nights. Everybody has, Everybody has a bad I, night. You know, I play every week. The law of large numbers dictates at least ten percent of those nights that I'm out will be shitty. <laughs> well, uh, I grant you, I haven't witnessed any of those. Thank you. So uh, I think you're on the right track. I, I, I think, I think, you know, the difference between the question you're asking and what I'm interpreting <laughs> is that you're asking me. Are, are you asking me like? A bad night in the sense of just fucking up a lot, or like like a bad night, like like, if, like if ba- a bad to go night. back to your painting. Yeah, like you read the crowd wrong, wrong, right. and your painting looks like shit. Right, I do that. I do that a lot. Not a lot. Ten percent of lot. the time, you know. <laughs> but um, I can still like mix. It's, it's a I, scribble I made by a five year old. <laughs> <old. laughs> like a retarded kid mm-hmm. could do like, that. Like I cut my fingers trying to like yeah, pretty make much. origami or some yeah. shit. Um. I definitely um, have never had that happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take. No, no I'll, I see. I, I know how to cut and mix and and, and blend and stuff like that. So, no, you, but it's even okay. if even if if I'm not like the song selection isn't right and it doesn't make sense, at least I'm on beat. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's like my default. You know, <laughs> like at least I know the, the the math and the science behind this, and I can be accurate, even though it may like the song selection may be like a little too off the cuff or uh-huh. like. You know, sometimes I'll fuck up and, like, throw something that's way too, like, soft or emotional in, like, the peak of the night, you know? I make those mistakes. 
So, oh, let me ask. But, that. but like somebody once told me, it's not how you fuck up; it's how you come out of those fuck ups that makes the most difference. True, 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 true. Actually, I'm gonna ask you that question because mm-hmm. I learned that from Mula Vile last show. Do you count? Um, not anymore. No, I. Just, any- I mean, it's like I just hear it. I mean, I know. Like, we were discussing earlier about not liking the sounds of our voices, and I told you that I used to rap like. I can count bars for days. Oh yeah, this dude used to grab the mic and just <laughs> just freestyle, <laughs> and just freestyle some shit that I don't even know what he said. Neither did I. Don't worry. <laughs> and and that it's you fun know, though. It's fun because yeah. that, that's the thing that goes back to what you were saying. When you see a DJ having fun, mm-hmm. it totally changes the vibe and it it inspires people. Like, look, if this man's having a good time and he's working, yeah. I'm not. I'm here to have a good time. Right. So if we can have a good time working, I could I could double that. I can yeah. I gotta show that I gotta give that energy back. Mm-hmm. So so we can get on the mic and start and start saying some gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. That's part of it. Be as animated as you can. I, I definitely used to um get on the mic a lot more and freestyle a lot more back in the day. I feel like when, when there was like a, a tighter community of of people that I was hanging around writing beats with. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was hosting a poetry reading for a couple of years at the World Beat Cafe back in the day. Oh, World Beat Cafe, man. That was a jam. Yep. Shout out Lawrence. He's still in town, you know. <laughs> um, and, like, I, I, I grew up r- loving to write. I don't do it that much anymore because I'm just doing other stuff that I like. So, um yeah, I don't know. I don't really know where I was taking that, but I definitely um, should probably take your advice and jump on the mic a little more. It's fun, <laughs> just, man. Just, you know, a couple. Look, of I told. Oh, we were talking about counting bars. And yeah, like no, but like I told the uh, like protege back in mm-hmm. the day, I used to get on the mic and just start talking shit, <laughs> which was great. Yep. It was yep. fun. Yep. It was fun to watch. And like this man, it's having a good time. Yeah. I gotta have a good time too. So it's kind of a like, you know, energy thing where you know you give and take. Yeah. So and it, and it works. All right, uh, let's talk about peligrosa. Peligrosa. And I say it correctly by rolling the R's. Otherwise, you're not <laughs> legit. You can't get in if you don't pronounce it correct. Perry Perry Grosa. Perry Grosa. Did you see the um, the mayor's assistant hand us the reward and say our names for the no. Peligrosa Day? Yeah, not in the city of Boston. What do you say? I, I posted it on on YouTube. I'll give you the link. It's hilarious. What do you say? Um, it was it, Lee, Mayor Lee Wef- Leffingwell's assistant. I forgot her name, but she introduced everybody in Peligrosa. We did a little performance at City Hall, you know. Yeah. And she butchered like everybody's name. <laughs> she said Peligrosa, I think, the first time. Tell me, she said the game. Pagami. 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 Yeah, Pagami. You told me about it actually. Pagami. Yeah. It was it was uh it was I've never seen anybody like mess up the word chorizo like that lady did. How many ways can you say chorizo? She said charzo. (laughs) Charzo. I don't know. I don't know how you live in this state. Oh, please send me that video. I'm opposed (laughs) that. Please, you have to watch you have to watch this. I have to see this. Yeah. Point being like nobody. Nobody can butcher it as as bad as that. <laughs> so let, let's go back. Um, how did it get started? Like, what what was the the general idea? Was like I said, we were moving. It, we I, I was getting tired of like people requesting Latin stuff all the time at my Creekside Fridays, and mm-hmm. I was like, let's just do a dedicated night. 
let's let's get together you know between my cumbia my colombian cumbia and, and puerto rican salsa mm-hmm. hobo d's uh funk breaks um boogaloo mambo trays samba uh jazz tronica and like weird ethereal latin portuguese stuff. so it was you three at first it was us three at first and then you started doing wu-tang clan shit yeah and you started expanding how many of y'all now we are 11 now so name 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 them all oh, in the cr- in the correct way <laughs> let me pull up the website or something <laughs> all right guys he's cheating okay <laughs> just in case you, you can't see this yeah, there's no well. video He's actually going to the to the Peligrosa website and he's about to read all the names. Yeah, there's eleven of us. I can't remember all these motherfuckers' names. No, I know. Like I said, you guys are the Wu Tang Clan of DJs in here. Um, me, Manny is the newest member. Manolito, Manolito, Chingo Bling. He was before Manny, and then Dusty, Sonora, Fourth Wall, King Louis. Chorizo Funk, Marquitos, Pagame, Manolo Black, and Hobo. I think that was in reverse order of induction. And you're looking for more people, or you you want to be like 20 of y'all? Um, no, I, I mean, I think it just grew that large on accident. <laughs> yeah, you 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 you're you're Latin. You have some you, Latin, and you join the club. Do you have a Mexican song in your playlist? <laughs> you, you're in. Nice, nice. Um, but so no, I mean, because Marquitos is a is a yeah, that's true. That's and, true. That is true. Uh, fourth Wall is is our VJ. Yeah, and Chingo wanted to be inducted, and he's like the boss of all all, all bosses, in my opinion. You know, he's been been in Texas forever doing his own thing independent latino like bringing bridging cultural gaps mm-hmm. and like that was very uh i felt very very lucky that he wanted to be a part of it and um louis was bugging me forever and until finally like he learned how to play some latin music <laughs> <laughs> louis. um uh pagami he's got a weird like <laughs> pagami pagami <laughs> he's gonna get pissed when he yeah, hears yeah, this <laughs> yeah. uh he, he's got this weird like math science um i guess like a daedalus cumbia if you would imagine daedalus playing cumbia uh-huh. what he sounds like to me in my head uh chorizo funk he's just like the digger you know what i'm saying yeah um any anything goes i mean i you know i have my different relationships with all these guys and like like chorizo for example he and i can like trade up on some sucus Oh, sukus, sukus, and like Su- uh, African sukus, African sukus. Wow, like, it's you know this is the first time yeah. I hear a, no, a non-African pronounce that word. Is that that's how you say it? Yeah, sukus, sukus, kwaito. I didn't know you had sukus. I have. I've been acquiring a lot of sukus. Wow, I gotta I mean, get my. We have uh, my friend in Belgium, uh, Max Ledaron. He has a huge amount of music from Africa, like from Ghana, from West Africa, Sukus, Afrobeats. And when we went last year on our tour to Europe, he passed me a lot of that stuff. And then from there, I like looked at the names, looked up more names. Now I'm paying attention to people like Afropop Worldwide. They have the podcast. Yeah. And um, of course, Chief Boima and the Duddy Arts crew, uh, you know, disseminate that information by 
them liking it, you know. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's a lot. That's a I wide mean, variety. It, I mean, I remember yeah. when, well, just like was it last year? I was in Sen- I was in Senegal, mm-hmm. and that D band song was played everywhere. Yeah, and I come back mm-hmm. and I come up to I come to you. I think it was the Dirty Bills, and you're like, "Yo, I'm like, yeah, there's this song they play in, in Senegal. It's dope." He's like. Yeah, D Benj, Oliver Twist. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I just came back last week. How the hell did you? I think that was right when I think Diplo decided to scoop up the Benj, right? I I don't know. From that, I think it was from that Oliver Twist song. I mean, and in my, I feel like in my circles of people that I'm interested in listening to, that song had been 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 played for a long time. Yeah, but you, you just know, like, don't hear it. Well, people don't hear it because they're not listening yeah yeah true (laughs) i mean you gotta like you gotta put your ear to the ground you know yeah i mean there's so much out there it's crazy especially today when you can just get it yeah at that that i think i learned a lot from traveling like when i went to 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 london two or three years ago that's when i first started being kind of introduced to afrobeats not in the sense that most people think of afrobeats like fela kuti but afrobeats Mm -hmm. like um Overly produced, vocoded, um, coupe de cali, not coupe de cali. I I feel like Afro beats in the sense that the 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 British guys like a Bronte um, think about is more like poppy and more like more like the Oliver Twist song. Okay, okay, where it takes it takes stuff from coupe de cali and sucus and and all those other rhythms, but makes it like Americanized, I guess, in a Brit and whatever. British size, as people say. That. And this yeah. man, this man right here, will drop some French hip hop out of nowhere. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, I drop if I like if I like it, I'll drop it. I don't have to understand the shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, it's true. So, how does the just uh, walk us through like what is the pay grosser party like? Like there's there's eleven of y'all. Yeah. So what two decks? How how does we it work? usually set up uh, six turntables? We'll have three mixers. Sometimes we'll have. You know, two laptops for each mixer, and then we'll have uh, the VJ who sometimes will bring a mixer and do like a AV set mm-hmm. for the most part. Chris, uh, VJ for those who don't know is a video video jockey. Video jockey, yeah. And DJ for those that don't know is a disc jockey. So what do you think it is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people know what a VJ is. <laughs> Visualist. Um, yeah. And we just basically go ham on those six turntables at until, the same time until somebody gets mad, until somebody's feelings get hurt. At the same time, yeah. How do you rotate? We figure it out when we get to the party. Whoever's there, whoever's on it, if you got something that goes good with something, you raise your hand. And you're like, "Let me get the next one." Wow. Sometimes you know we've experimented with a lot because we've been around for long ass time. So like we've tried like okay, we're, we're everybody's gonna do like ten minute sets. Um, nobody's gonna get nobody's gonna plan anything. We're gonna do some planning. Mm-hmm. We're gonna come in with this kind of sound. We're gonna go from this BPM to this BPM over the course of the night. Like we've tried everything, and I feel like to a certain extent everything works. And it's just a matter of like catching those things when they're not working and fixing them. Like now, yeah. I think I think like we're good on the short sets going between each other and but sometimes it gets a little clouded when we're switching DJs so like that's the thing we we have to like fine tune that we've been working on you know but it works man yeah it really does I, it's always a work in progress i have a lot of energy for peligrosa like i'm i'm working on something peligrosa literally every day whether uh, you know 
people like it or not, <laughs> whether other people oh, wow. are participating or not, you know, that is, it, it was kind of like my passion from the beginning and I'm going to carry it to the end in whatever incarnation it goes. And you were asking me about whether or not I'm going to add more people. Like, I don't see the limitations of Peligrosa as a, as a party or as a group of DJs. Like, in, the, in my mind, it's... Uh, journalists, it's photographers, it's chefs, it's mm -hmm. um, people with other skills um, that can kind of like share in this idea that we're bringing together a part of history and creating a future that we can identify with, you know. Dude, what's up with the quotables? <laughs> <laughs> this is me all day. All day, son. All right. I just, you know, I think a lot about the the fucking metaphysics of the shit I do because I don't have time. I don't. I don't have time to waste like just doing some shit because it's cool or because yeah, I yeah, think yeah. people like it. Like, I'm really happy that people like Peligrosa and it makes me. happy. I mean, it is. Like, it is. It is one of those parties. Like I was. I. I know. I've. I've said this before many times, but I just want to reiterate it. Uh, you know, people and Protege brought that up the other day. Uh, people complain that there's not. You know, people stop going out because they don't find stuff they like. They look mm -hmm. in, and be, people ask me, or is there a dance party? I'm like, yeah. look, a lot of the stuff is the same yeah. from one week to the next. But every once in a while, there is this one party that, like, you can't miss because it's one of those parties where everybody dances. Mm -hmm. And if that's what you enjoy, yeah. you know, you got to check it out. They don't bitch that there's nothing like that. It's you just don't know. Right. You know, like whether it's the new Jack Swing, it's the Body Rock, it's the feedback parties or your mm -hmm. stuff, you know, the Boogie Crew, all all those people, you know, they're out there working mm -hmm. and trying to, you know, bring something different to the scene, which yeah. is great. And it's good every once in a while to do something different. Yeah. And, you know, what you guys been doing is uh, pretty impressive. Thanks. I mean, people, you see pictures of Billy Grosso parties, everybody's sweaty. <laughs> Man, I tell you what. Even the DJs to, are sweaty. Did you go to the uh, six year that we had in December? I couldn't make it, but I saw I saw a bunch of. It stuff. was nuts. We inducted Manny. Yeah. First of all, and Manny, I, I love Manny, and he brought this energy to the party. Dude, Manny is nuts. <laughs> I love Manny. We, it it started it started pouring at like one o'clock, one a.m. Uh -huh. We just grabbed a tarp, put it over all six of our turntables put some trash bags over the speakers and kept rocking and almost nobody left that back patio and then i'm talking it's like raining out there nice it was it was definitely very magical you know i used to be a hippie so i i, I, I saw that i saw it come in <laughs> I, saw, I saw the purple rainbow <laughs> see no, that, but like it's like it, it was meaningful to see the rain come in and cleanse it and see manny join the crew you know it was very made me happy. Yeah, I mean Manny is one of those. You mm -hmm. also man to see some dude with energy behind the decks. Manny is one of those. Yep. When I met Manny at Red Fez, I had never seen a DJ play a record and then go dance with the crowd, and then go back and mix yeah. and then go back with the and, crowd. Yeah. Like I don't want to be up there. I don't know. <laughs> I want to be with y'all. <laughs> like I, I want to dance. That's what yeah. I do. I mean, I'll play the record, but I want to be part of the yeah, whole yeah. thing. Manny will walk in and light up the bitch up. Yeah. You just, give, just hand him the mic. You see Manny at your DJ set, you hand him the mic. Just yeah. Just let him just be like, say just, just you say whatever you want. Just say a little something. He'll <laughs> fucking pump your shit up. He's a, self, he's a selfless person. Yeah, Manny's great. Manny's great. All right, we've been talking for 15 minutes, man. 
Damn. See, it goes by fast. 50 or 15? 50. Oh, come on now. This <laughs> <laughs> ain't no time warp. <laughs> <laughs> Did you yeah. just go backwards? Yeah, yeah. Now, 50 minutes. So um, what we'll do is uh, we'll play a little game of word association. I instant feedback. Shit. Okay. Yes. Come on and give me that instant feedback. Come on and give me that instant, instant feedback. feedback. Come on and give me that instant, instant feedback. feedback. I want to know, want to know, want to know right now. What's the word? So close your close eyes. eyes. Mm-hmm. And first thing that pops in your head. And you can be gross or you can I'm curse. Gonna be, I'm going to be me. I'm okay, be, be you. Me. Be you. I'm, be gross. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Vulgar and gross. All right, all right. All right. Number one. South by Southwest. Shithole. <laughs> See, you can be gross. <laughs> Thank you for being gross. Appreciate you. Um... Late night snack. Oh, fucking Whataburger. Nice. I fucking hate it. <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> no, I love it, but it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah, yeah, especially late at night. Yeah. You always regret it. Yeah, I mean, it's the last last uh, food beacon on the on my way home. Yeah, can't help it. And sometimes it's just like, and you regret I regret it. it. <laughs> yeah, I always do. I do, too. <laughs> I do. You don't eat You're like, what, 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 what have I what done? What the fuck did and I you, eat? Oh, yeah. You it, smell it. Yeah. Cats all in the fries and shit. <laughs> fuck. All right, next up. Uh... Facebook. Waste of time. Nice. Uh, the local DJ scene. Badass. All right. Rob Ford. The fuck is that? <laughs> the mayor of Toronto. <laughs> what do he do? He's on crack, but he's popular. Man. <laughs> yeah, you don't have time to watch the news or anything. I know way too motherfucker, too many motherfuckers that do crack to fucking care about that motherfucker. Yeah, know. yeah. At least the mayor. That's the thing. Don't do not think for one second that every politician does not have some shit he's doing that he shouldn't be he or she. Oh yeah, of be course, doing. of course. I don't. I don't get surprised at that shit at all. No, I mean it's not surprising. It's just entertaining to watch. <laughs> Rob Ford. Is that like? Is he Rob Ford on Tom Ford? No, it's just Rob Ford. Rob Ford. Yeah. I'm, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll invest some time. No, educate myself. No, I don't have to. You don't. You okay. can skip that one. Trust me. <laughs> you really can. All right. So it's time for plugs. Plug and play. Uh, I know you got a lot of stuff coming up. South by is coming up. So I'm sure Peligrosa will be everywhere. Yeah, you'll be everywhere. So um, I'm gonna put up my what? full schedule. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 I was gonna. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm gonna put up my full schedule and all the Peligrosa boys' full schedule that I know on the Peligrosa. Um, blog with all the south by parties that we're doing okay because it's really a, a lot of parties i mean the the bulk of the peligrosa parties the, the opening ceremonies on tuesday mm-hmm. of next week um and then wednesday and that's at volstead and then wednesday through saturday we're at chupacabra from 10 p.m to 2 a.m all 11 of y'all no the south by parties are more like us curating other DJs. Oh, okay, so yes. there's 50 DJs that we have lined up from all over the world. That you brought in? Mm-hmm. Well, that are either going to be here already or that are coming in. Oh, okay, cool. By. I mean, we kind of like, you know, a lot of our friends come in town, so we g- give them spots, and then we know new people and new people, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know. it's And on that, on that, just to go back a little bit, like, the f- these South by things have helped us a lot in 
meeting new people who live elsewhere. So when we go out and and we're looking for suggestions on where we could play, like I can hit up Max in Brussels and be like, "What do you what do you suggest we play while we're out there?" You know, mm-hmm. and he'll generally, you know, people generally help us like that. Nice. Yeah, it's very communal like that. We have. Oh, what is the website first of all? Oh, peligrosablog.com. And how you spell peligrosa? P e l i g r o s a. And what does it mean? Dangerous woman. Woman? It's a feminine. Oh yeah, that's true. Yes, yes, yes. The voice my Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Lost in French. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, And where can people find your uh, your stuff? Like uh, website, your Twitter, Facebook, uh, social media stuff. Website is DJ. Orion. Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Orion. DJ Orion. Orion with five R's. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, Orion. You have to say it it when you spell it. You have to motorboat it when you say it. (laughs) Um, DJOrion.com. And then from there, they can find all my social media stuff. Yeah, so Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, Facebook. my LinkedIn account, my High Five account, cool. my MySpace account. Any uh, projects coming up? Uh, albums or um, mixes? Working or? on... I just did a little mixtape for the radio show we're kind of putting together. Did some mixing and like played some tracks that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an album almost ready to go, um, but I'm just holding off on it. Because that's I'm a really good procrastinator. <laughs> um, I'm find the right right momentum for that project. Working on a Peligrosa album with the boys, we're getting somewhere with that. We have a bunch of tracks working with that. Um, definitely continuing my visual prowess, teaching myself. Oh yeah, you do it all. You do yeah. production. You do visuals. Yeah. You do design. What um, What do you not do, Orion? Um. <laughs> There isn't anything I won't try to learn. True. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, a lot of the, the shit that I do, I do it because it goes along with the other shit I'm doing. Like all the video stuff, for example, like for my South by parties, I'm going to be the host. I'm going to be the sound engineer. I'm going to be the promoter. I did all the planning. I did all the graphic work for it. I'm going to create video content for it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to promote it. Um, and I'm a host of shit. Like, I'm going to do it all. You know, you could use, like, <laughs> each of your name for each of those. <laughs> like a, like an acronym? Yeah. Like each letter? Oh. No, <laughs> not each name. Like, Orion's the DJ. Right, right. And then the next then name Raphael, is the Raphael is a designer. Is a, that's not a <laughs> terrible idea. I mean, I've seen a lot of people change their names for different projects. Yeah. But... That's because the market dictates that you can't be multifaceted mm-hmm. in that sense. So, like, for me, I don't see that. That's not my market. Yeah. It's somebody else's market. But it's a, that, that's the market of economics. I'm, uh, I'm the, the, the market of culture. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right, all right. Uh, let's see what's Thank going. you so much. Thank you. It's not over. I got to plug other stuff now. <laughs> So uh, by Hoover Vacuums. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you got a free plug. What are you doing? <laughs> you don't have to pay me for this. Um, let's see. Yeah, we're doing the side bites coming up. Actually, by the time I post this, it's starting that night. Um, we're doing the group me thing like we did last year that worked really well. And uh, 
it's already up and running. We have one group uh, where people are posting RSVP links. Uh, you can go back to the previous show I did with you, Levi. Uh, there's a link there. You can join that group. But we'll have another one that will start uh, today, Thursday, actually. Um, and uh, you can join that. And that's basically the live chat throughout uh, the festival. So if you find out about something cool, like free drinks, you want to know what the line is like at Fatal Fort, for example, you find some free food or whatever, you can just get on there, tell people so you can share information in real time. And because uh, you can't be everywhere at once. And there's so much going on during South by Southwest that it's just crazy. So I have the link for that. Just download the GroupMe app and just join that group. And uh, Are you saying anybody can join that? Anybody can join, yeah. Oh, it's 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 on. It's terrible. I'm sorry. I'm well, a, I'm gonna ruin it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, kidding. turn notifications on for, for when <laughs> or- Orion speaks, so you can just kick him out. <laughs> no, but um, it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Uh, like I said before, we're all working on a solution. Um, with the feedback that we'll do something similar. I can't give out all the details yet, but it's gonna be great. So until then, we're using GroupMe. Uh, for South by so just join the group uh, share your information find out what's going on so you can make the most out of this crazy ass festival mm-hmm. as far as what's going on this week let's see Thursday uh, Austin Boogie Crew is playing at Plush with DJ Kid Slice uh, so 80s funk and 90s West Coast hip hop uh, they got $4 gin and juice and you guys know what that means Come on, sing the song. Sipping on gin and juice. Thank you. Uh, also, uh, that Thursday, Volstead is having his three anniversary, right? Yes, and sir. you will be there. I will. With King Louis, Manolo Black, and a bunch of other. No Kids. Yes. Uh, Silent Bowser, Rob. Manolo Black. Did you already say that? Silent Rob. Silent Rob, yeah. Uh, so they got free drinks, free food, uh, pop up vintage shop. Should be a lot of fun. Volstead is a nice venue. Uh, go check out Orion on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, once South by is over, I guess I'll be there this Saturday. Are you be there still? <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, it's a Suicide Girls party, and I think you have to RSVP for it. But I'm gonna close out at, on Volstead, probably starting around midnight to two. Okay. And then I don't know the exact details, but there's an after party at Justine's, and I'm playing at two to five a.m. Ooh, I'll put that on the group me. Fancy pants. Nice. Uh, let's see what else. Uh. Other South by Southwest parties going on that are, that are on my list. They don't have to be on yours. But uh, on Friday, the Spare Foot Party at Scootin, uh 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. with DJ JCO and Caleb Mack and DJ Gatsby. That's free. You can just RSVP for that. I'll have the link on the on the website. Uh, Saturday, 7.30, go see Questlove at the Microsoft Studio with Chicken George and Jay Boogie. They'll be on uh 323 congress avenue is that the this saturday the eighth yeah nice yeah yeah i went last year well there wasn't quest love it was just yeah. chicken i mean just chicken george it's not it was dope <laughs> anyway uh so go check that out uh then we jump to wednesday during the day at, at empire there's a dancehall reggae party what uh, the rice and peas yeah right? rice and peas yeah. yes yes you see me you're gonna see me over there oh you're gonna see me over there I, I i went to a rice and peas party up in uh manhattan that shit was pretty crazy really yeah, yeah. i look forward to it. i haven't heard i haven't been to dancehall joint in a while man. i mean they pull up a lot at rice and peas but i know it's a collab collab thing with uh the other dancehall crew that's fine i just want to hear some large, good stuff large up 
I think Theory's on that, right? DJ Theory? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I, he, that's a that's one of those okay okay player, player ones? ones. Yeah, yeah, it is one of those yeah, okay player ones. Yeah, large up and okay player. Yeah, and then um, at Hudson is the two seven clash at eight thirty with DJ Maceo from De La Soul, people under the stairs, Redmatic, DJ J Period. I mean, it's going. There's that's a that's a dope lineup. That's a really good lineup. So that's free at Hudson on Wednesday starting at eight thirty. Then on Friday you can go to Turntables on the Lake. Uh, with my good friend Mahogany Dane, yeah, yeah, yeah. that those are nice. Those are a lot of fun. Uh, just to get out, and, uh, Cut Creator, Theory, right? Yeah, and Cut Creator, and Cut Creator. Cut Creator was the uh, L Cool J's DJ and DJ KB. So go check that out. It's from twelve to three, <laughs> and then from four to seven. That's good stuff. And let's see what else. What else? I think you can get what turntables on Town Lake TT turntables and TTTL. You can just Google that turntables on Town Lake. Yeah, turntables on the lake. Turntables on Town Lake. I thought it was turntables on the lake. Anyway, just type turntables on the lake South by Southwest, and then you'll find it. I'll have the link on the post anyway. And then the indie life at Bad Bar on Friday at 11 p.m. with Twista. Static Selector, Freeway, Problem, Torres, Kazu, some really dope hip hop. You had me at Twister. Uh, I had me at Static Selector. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Torres, Kazu, if you never heard those guys, uh, they're, they're dope. So, again, the link will be there. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, RZPster, you know, because they're doing a good job, doing a great job every year, just putting all that information out there for people and. Uh, uh, right now it's already closed, so you can't register anymore. But you can still go to their website and see the list of all the South by Southwest stuff, uh, and all the people and on Twitter also who are contributing, just you know, researching and letting mm-hmm. people know what's going on. Uh, you guys know who you are, and all the people in the group me, in our group me for Nightwire, which is the solution I told you about, but don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> so all the people in there contributing, uh, posting RGP links, and you know, thank you so much. And uh, hopefully, you join the live chat that will start today, Thursday. And also, uh, thank you, Mr. Thank Orion. You for having me, sir. <laughs> thank you, Orion. And uh, make sure you spread the word. Facebook, Twitter. If you have any comments, just let me know. My name is Back B A K. Easy to find. There's not 25 of me. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> make sure you comment. You can subscribe on iTunes. Uh, rate. Uh, let, let me know what you think because I'm trying to get better at this. I love doing it. And uh, I wish y'all a, a happy, happy South by Southwest. It's going to be insane out there. So make sure you join the group and share your experience. All right. We'll talk. Actually, there won't be a show next week. So the next one will be after South by. And we'll talk about uh, South by and we'll get some comments and all that stuff going. <laughs> Why are you, what are you laughing at? <laughs> if if you if there's not another show at South by, it's because South by killed us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. All right, well, thank you guys. Have a good one, and Peace we'll out. catch you next time. Ciao.